0: Welcome to Beyond the Board, a podcast where we explore the themes and inspirations behind tabletop games. I'm Mike Riemann. And
1: I'm Michael Sater.
0: And on today's episode of Beyond the Board, we'll be discussing the themes behind the game Dutch Blitz.
1: And also, we have a very special guest with us today. We'll be talking about the themes behind...
2: Brian. <laughs> yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we got our good friend Brian on... Michael Oh, hey! Oh. We're gonna just call you Michael. <laughs> just four
1: mics. Yeah.
0: Uh, yes, You see me every morning, right? <laughs> minutes, so you get out of bed. One, uh, two, three. Uh, so I keep the mirror next to my bed. Okay? <laughs> you,
2: you, 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 you. Uh,
0: anyway, uh, we are doing, uh, my computer is making sounds, uh, we are doing uh, Dutch Blitz today, and we got Brian in here because he's a huge Dutch fan. No, that's not love true. Love Blitz, love Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough of Mike. So, well, we'll get talking to Brian just a little bit about all this stuff. But how are you? I'm well. You're good. Thank you. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, um, it's good to be here. It's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you you made the trek, man. Yeah. <sighs> well, yeah. I mean, your, your studio. A long way. Your
2: studio is not easy to find. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's at the top of a tower, <clears>
2: which you should tell people as part of the game. Like, it's an interesting fact. We tell people that... to bring gloves. Well, Noms, uh, you but definitely let me know as a guest like that it was at a tower, but I feel like all of your listeners should know that you have a podcast studio at the top of a tower mm-hmm. that you can only get to by climbing or a well-trained eagle.
1: Yeah, that is true. I mean, that is kind of, you know, when we do have guests on, we want to make sure that they can pass our four tests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And most people bring an eagle, so, all right. Ah, uh, that's on me. Yeah. Uh, should, that was
0: at the end of the email, huh? Uh, So today we're talking about Dutch Blitz. Uh, And Dutch Blitz is a very fast-paced, fun card game.
1: It's kind of like a, a combination of the card game Speed or Spit and Solitaire. You have uh, these four piles, your Blitz Pile, your Wood Pile, your Dutch, and your Post. And in the piles in front of you, you are uh, uh, going in descending order of the numbered cards. And in the piles in the middle, you're going in ascending order. And the more cards you can shell out, the better until you can get rid completely of your Blitz Pile.
0: Yeah, so uh, to translate that, it's basically just fast-paced solitaire and everyone's playing at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you have to try to throw your
1: cards down before other people. And it can get pretty heated. There are point values, uh, depending on how many cards you put in what place, so you can lose as many points as you gain in any given round, so you can go from last place to first place or vice versa very quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: So in the theme of Dutch Blitz, Dutch Blitz, since it is just, it's a very simple game, uh, and the themes of the (laughs) 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 netherlands that's why you're here, Brian, the themes behind Dutch Blitz um, aren't like screaming, I mean, they're screaming the Netherlands, but it's not like there's a lot of meat behind it. So, we figured we'd do a list episode today and talk about just really fun facts about the Netherlands. That's true. Uh,
1: did you know... Oh, this is, we're getting right into it. <laughs> Why not? I don't know <laughs> if that was a bomb or a weapon. There we go. <laughs> yep. Uh, the first artificial heart, the first microscope, CDs, DVDs, Blu-ray, a solar-powered bike lane were all invented in the Netherlands. I did not.
0: That's really interesting. That's Have great. you guys seen the... Um, the, the uh, it's a road prototype to where it's a bunch of hexagons. The solar panels. Yeah, they're solar panel hexagons, but they also have LED lights, so it instead of having to paint lines on the road, <gasps> the hexagons just show up. And oh so if there's an my. accident or something, it registers it, knows it, and then it'll take you it'll around. It'll ride
2: the... That's incredible. Cray-cray, right? It's, In Dutch, it's just kind of
0: expensive really... infrastructure. That's really mm, the only the issue yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. Computers yeah. for roads. Yeah. And don't you take away my asphalt. <laughs> Not oh, my fault. Oh, it's get get, at, fault. get <laughs> out of here.
2: <laughs> construction worker Carl. Uh, <laughs> we were recording a podcast. Carl, get out of here. Little name.
0: Middle name, <laughs> <laughs> middle name festival. Uh, well, speaking of uh, Construction Road Carl, uh, the Netherlands was actually the first country to legalize same sex marriage in 2001. Think about how recently that was. Yeah. <laughs> 2001. Yeah. I was like, oh, good. Oh, First bad. country. Oh, yeah. First country. <laughs> in yeah. the world. I mean, good on you, but what took you soul. Yeah,
2: and think about, you know, that was the legal way, so, like, a lot of old Dutch people were still really mad about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Probably still are to this day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is the safest cycling country in the world, and there are actually more bicycles than people in the Netherlands. One town has no cars. There just aren't cars in the town. (laughs) Well, there's that
0: one guy who rides two bikes at one time. Well, yes. That's Uh, That's the only reason That really sets it right over the edge.
2: (laughs) Wide-legged Tim.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Brian, I know you said you brought some facts today, so uh, I know we've got a bunch. Feel free to throw one in there if you've got uh, one. Um, But don't feel any pressure. The uh, (laughs) Ow, ow, ow. Oh, my God. You're vice-like. Don't don't feel any pressure.
2: It's gone. You've evaporated. (laughs) My knee. Uh, the uh, Dutch Masters produce yeah. a very low quality cigar, <laughs> uh, mostly used for blunts. Oh, sure, yeah, grab, uh, grab a couple of Dutches. Named after the multitude of very famous Dutch painters.
0: Interesting. Mm, yeah, Dutch Masters is just the name of the company. Yeah,
2: it's and uh, a all I could. Figure out find is that like there are just so many very very famous Dutch painters that I was like well they have to just be like uh, the masters of the paint. They name are founded in the twenties cigar corporation in America after that loose concept. <laughs> so the Dutch masters brought to you by the very end car on the L where like it's kind of like still it's still in the thing and there
0: you will find a Dutch master
2: <laughs> gutted at the bottom of that.
0: Well speaking of gutted uh, uh, oh, no. cigars, uh, the Dutch um, are the biggest licorice eaters in the world. So oh. they actually consume 32 million kilos of the stuff every year, which I actually did not look up what 32 million kilos. Kilograms. 64 is 70.5 70. Oh. million. That was good The though. only
2: yes. thing that bothers me more than the metric system is people that understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tens. <laughs> what are you breaking things up into easily
1: digestible bits for? <laughs> uh, speaking of producing lots of things, uh, their uh, largest export proportion is beer. Um, They are not the largest beer drinkers in the world, surely because of their size, but they do uh, have the largest export in the world of uh, Dutch beers. Um, I, I think I would help. Well, so, yes, right? no, okay. The, of of domestic They're the beers, the world's leading exporter. Really, <laughs> actually, the largest. Yeah, thing. no, I get it. No, of domestic beers, they are the leading exporter in the world. Okay. of beers made in that country. Interesting. Um, that is very interesting. There are two Trappist breweries in uh, in the Netherlands, and there are only eight in the world. Is that when they brew it? From hanging from no, wires? that's trapeze breweries. Oh. This is a Trappist brewery. Oh. Wow. Uh, Trappist it's breweries specifically where have to
0: be. The, they catch the beers out in the wild, like under a little Oh, box and 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 they no, let that's me go. Trapper breweries. Oh, oh, oh. Then uh, I guess we're confused. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Trappist breweries are uh, a, a specific sect of uh, of uh, Christianity in which you have to be a Trappist monk, um, and the beer has to be made within the confines of the monastery to be considered a Trappist brewery. And oh. it's actually one of the oldest. Uh, beer making traditions in the world
2: monks be brewing monks monks do be brewing
0: brewing. when we were in Spain there was just like it was a monastery you could only walk to and we were just like walking the Camino and and we stopped by and it was probably one of the like the happiest feeling like you walk in there we didn't even see any monks you walk in there it just feels so happy (laughs) wow that is they just just sit around Christianity. I was raised (laughs) it was very weird (laughs) Uh, Famke Johnson. <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact. Wait, is Dutch that Dutch export? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Famke Johnson. Famke Janssen. John. Who oh. is Famke from? Zenya Anyatop. Oh, uh, one I of the stars, never knew uh, that was, uh, her... was her last name. In
1: the in James yeah, Bond. Well, her name is, is like Janssen.
0: Well, no, Zen- oh, you mean Onyatop. Anyat- Anyatop? Yeah, yeah, no, I, because I mean you have all the you have like. Uh, uh, Pussy, Galore Pussy Galore and all those and, other uh, ones and, and James uh, Bond but, even...
1: but also Jean Grey I mean come
0: on. <clears throat> yeah but I, I think I just didn't realize her I mean, last name was Anya Top Ta- Anya- oh, Ta- oh, oh. <laughs> yeah
2: Fies that'll kill ya <laughs> yep. if you're a was he an admiral or was he the pilot that old bald man
0: I'm not sure I'll have to watch Gold go go yeah. go GoldenEye yeah, it. yeah, we're
2: gonna watch all of GoldenEye <laughs> before you hear the next word
0: <laughs> Speaking of... Uh, oh, that was great. Speaking of killing people with your thighs... Ah, nuts. You are a transition. I, was, I, thought, I thought the bit was... I actually have one of those. Yeah, speaking please, of go, killing go. people <laughs> with your thighs,
1: The Hague in the Netherlands houses the UN Detention Center, Europol, and Eurojust, making it the world's policing and legal capital. Interesting.
2: So if you do crush anyone to death with your thighs, James Bond will drag you legally... To the to Netherlands, the Netherlands <laughs> for your international court date, <laughs> and the only way he's going
0: to be able to drag you there is if he took an airplane, the KLM, <laughs> also known as the Koninklijke Luchtvaart Maatschappij, the Royal Airline Company. Very uh, close. It's the Dutch natu- national airline, and it's the oldest national airline in the world, which was founded in 1919. So, an airline was founded like. Two years, I think, after the Wright brothers like flew or something
2: like that.
1: Ambitious,
2: it's something ridiculous like that.
1: How do you describe that to someone who doesn't get a newspaper yet? (laughs) Well, these bicycle
2: gentlemen (laughs) like scrap together twine and paper and some twigs, and it flies. And we're going to make millions of them all around the world. Will you invest?
0: Uh, so what we now know as gin was invented as Geneva. I hope I'm saying that right.
2: I believe it's fantasy, That's it.
0: Uh, in the Netherlands, uh, in the 16th century, and was originally used for medical purposes. It's uh, now gin and Geneva aren't exactly the same thing, uh, and the name Geneva can only be used for the kind of liquor made in Belgium, the Netherlands, and two northern Frid- French departments and two German federal states. So I guess it's like it's like the myth of bourbon, I think. Right, you know, no, the Bourbon like, County. Yeah, yeah, you can only have bourbon. It's only called bourbon if it's made in Kentucky or something right. like that, which is not actually true. <gasps> no, it's not. It's is it just,
1: the? It has to be. Type a of pers- curry? Uh, yes, it has to be a, a percentage of uh, 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 barley. I think, or um, one of the one of the malts. But balsamic vinegar, balsamic,
2: <laughs> b- <laughs> No, I'm just <laughs> Balsamic vinegar, uh, I think, is only... Uh, that and champagne are legit. Yeah, right. Modena, Modena Italia, uh, is where balsamic vinegar comes from, and then champagne is from. Champagne really? Champagne. I did
0: yeah.
2: not know that. Well, now we know that
0: Genevaro is uh, also one of From ones. Geneva? From Geneva. I'm <laughs> um, <for> here in <laughs> Illinois, <laughs> Geneva.
1: Let's go to Geneva <laughs> for to sign that convention. Ick benign Berliner and I am also on my way to Geneva. I am a Geneva. The tulip bubble once almost crashed the world trade economy.
2: I don't know about you, but that's the only way I can make a bubble is with tulips. <laughs>
1: That's fun. That's a, that's a fun joke. Uh, so <laughs> Stop hitting me! <laughs> the uh, tu- uh, tulips, uh, mostly grown in the Netherlands, they have very, very large tulip farms, um, once uh, uh, underwent this economic boom of selling the bulbs of the tulips, and the demand so quickly outgrew the supply that they became worth uh, more than their weight in gold and platinum in natural resources. The tulips were the most valuable thing on Earth for a second. And then, of course, there wasn't a demand and way too much supply, and the price crashed and nearly crashed the world trade economy.
0: It's true. People were building statues out of tulips. It's the true. Out of tulips. It was yeah. really unnecessary. Uh, the Roosevelt's. The Roosevelt's? Which yep. Roosevelt's? Pick one. Teddy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go on. <laughs>
2: of, of Dutch descent. They are, really? They are, yes, descended right. uh, originally Roosevelt. Rome. Oh, now if you say it like that, Roosevelt. it
0: totally makes sense. <laughs> They are Roosevelt. Uh, well, speaking of Roosevelt and what color they are, orange? They're Protestant. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the Dutch actually gave us the orange carrot. So carrots used to be just black, yellow, red, purple, or white. Like, it was just, like, a root vegetable. You think of like, a potato. You think about, like, multicolored potatoes mm-hmm. and everything. So the orange was a variant that was, like, cross-hybrid and made in honor of the House of Orange, um, which was uh, uh, what they called the Royal Dutch Family. And so they literally, hi- like, cut and, sp- and, not spliced, but they they Genetic. weren- genetically uh, grew a, a orange carrot. Um, and also... Since it was called the House of Orange, that's actually where the Dutch get their orange color. So you might have seen the World Cup. They're all running around in their orange jerseys and everything, but their flag is red, white, and blue, which is a little confusing. It used to be red, white, and orange. Um, but orange didn't stay as as bright and vibrant, so they switched it to red.
2: The orange of the Irish flag mm. comes from the exact same place. Really? From William of Orange, who was part of that House of Orange, who was uh, brought over as a Protestant to take over uh, for a Catholic monarchy in Britannia and eventually uh, brutally put down the Irish and uh, the green is the Catholicism and Fields and traditional of uh, place of Ireland. The orange is the Protestant of descendant from William of Orange and Belfast and that. And the white is the hopeful and eventual peace between them. And as you go up into uh, the more nasty parts of Belfast you will just see or uh, green and white flags where they have s- chopped the orange right off of there oh because they God. do not want it to be a part. Same William of Orange that is William of William and Mary.
0: Wow. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's really fascinating. I yeah. never, oh, I went to Ireland, I never went up north. I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> as, well, as well you should
1: have been. <laughs> Speaking of orange, (laughs) painters use lots of colors in their paintings. They do! Vincent van Gogh was, uh, of course, uh, a a Netherlandian person. A Dutch master. (laughs) Yes, a Dutch master, if you will. Uh, uh, He managed to sell a single painting in his lifetime for 400 francs, which would be the equivalent of about $2,000 today. Um, And uh, in 1990... A, uh, a Van Gogh sent, uh, sold for $148.6 million. You hear that, boys? This podcast will be worth a lot more. Yeah. Once we are dead. Finger well, depth. At least one of us. I'm taking
2: that ear. <laughs>
0: uh, the telescope, word, speaking of uh, looking at other cultures.
1: Well, it's close. Yeah, right. We'll it. do it. Uh,
0: the telescope was actually admitted to the in the 17th century. Uh, Galileo was said to have actually invented the telescope, but this was credited to the Dutch lens maker, Hans Lippershey, in 1608. Uh, Galileo was just the first one to take it and point it at the stars. Read it in Naked ladies' Boobies You Crushed Away. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was the first peeping Tom. <laughs> yeah, everyone, that's what the most great inventions
1: are uh, driven out of. Perversion. Uh that's fair. I believe that uh, telescopes are kind of like our bridge to the stars. Amsterdam has one thousand two hundred and eighty-one bridges. Oh, fine. I will now name them all. Uh, and we're back. <laughs> one of the stars of the World Baseball
2: Classic was Sir Sidney Ponson, uh, member. Uh, I think. Was he actually a knight? Uh, he is. Was he was knighted by the. Uh, he was knighted by the Netherlands, I believe he's from Curaçao, uh, that's definitely where Andrew Jones is from, probably the most famous Dutch ball player of all, hmm. A one of the greatest defensive outfielders of all time, a fine enough, uh, uh, you know, he had some power, was real, real free swinging up there, strike him out very easily. But played with those 90s Braves teams that won, I believe it was 13 consecutive division titles. Wow. Uh, and a multiple time gold glove outfielder. And Sir Sidney Ponson was a big fat guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, speaking of big fat guys, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know how true this fact is, <laughs> but uh, because because I found it and I found it somewhere else as well. But I was like, "There's, I want to see some more like facts." But I'll say it anyway. Seventy percent of the world's bacon comes from the Netherlands.
1: Oh, I believe it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> speaking of bacon, there's still around a thousand traditional windmills in operation in the Netherlands. Mm. Um, windmills are are really cool. Uh, They're not only used to mill grain now, though, uh, specifically because most of the Netherlands is below sea level, like something like 60% of the Netherlands is below sea level, they are actually used to drain water and control flooding.
0: Um, I'm going to jump on this one real quick just because I have a connected fact. It's uh, 50% of Ah. the land is just over 1% meter above sea level, so, oh, okay. yeah, so the other 50 is below, and that's actually why they call it the Netherlands, which means low countries. Mm-hmm.
2: Sidney Ponson was born in Aruba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <you>.
1: Another Dutch <laughs> territory. <laughs> uh, speaking of Aruba, the Netherlands has a bunch of electric trains powered by wind. Yeah, I thought that was fun. A, a fun little mass transit. Yeah, uh, they got all that wind. Yeah, yeah. I
0: think I saw I saw That's,
1: something here uh, in, made by the windmills.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I saw something in Chicago that was like a prototype for like transitioning the CTA to to being like wind powered. Just because it gets so windy downtown that it was it was like they had the train on the track and then they eventually will convert it to like a hanging one with wind. Turbines above it, and then like underneath would just be all beautiful parks, which would never happen. but so, no, it'll, but it would, it'll be more like lo- Alpengeist than the Big Bad Wolf. Uh, ish, no, because it hangs like the Big Bad Wolf.
1: Is the Big Bad Wolf the hanging one and yeah, not Alpengeist?
0: One, which is not there anymore, just yeah. in case you didn't. Well, then know. take that out. We're so talking that, about this uh, is all King's <laughs> Dominion based? No, this Bush is Push Gardens. Push Gardens, Williamsburg. Ah, Williams Gardens. see, there you go. Yeah, which is not there anymore, but there is uh, the. Thing that Williamsburg no, is, it's, no, it's. No, no. The, the, Williamsburg it's, is still there. The the big bad wolf was replaced yes. by um uh, something called the Verbolten, and the Verbolten Ooh. is it, it it themes like you go through the the line and it themes it behind like a, a nice little ride through the black forest, and when you actually get in the car, you drive through this like crazy neon uh uh like tight cornered room kind of thing and all these like crazy things that look like like scary things in the Black Forest and you're like okay this is kind of I mean it's fun but it was it was a little cheap and then you get to the one point where you just stop and you're like what's happening and the track disconnects from the other track and drops you to another track it's pretty cool it is cool yeah it was very fun
2: uh, problem loading page. Also a famous <laughs>
1: Dutch. Hold on. This is a weird book. Hold this on. is a Very weird
2: book. Uh, I
1: got a paper cut. <laughs> uh, speaking of what's happening right now, there is an entirely fake bil- village in the Netherlands built for people who have dementia. Hmm. Um. To another put it, to set it Into <laughs> they, they live in another dementia. <laughs> to set it in a different time to uh, make uh, 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 life more easy for them. It's really cool. Hmm.
0: Um. Every summer, thinking of speaking of traditions, uh, thousands of Dutch children and their parents participate in a four-day event, evening march called the Avon de Verslag. And the fun thing about this this like walk is that a traditional uh, snack that the kids get is a half-cut lemon that's covered in a cloth, and then there's peppermints all on top. So, or I guess, no, the, the peppermints be under the cloth, so you, you lick the peppermints with the lemon through the, uh, the cloth, and I want to try it. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> great yeah. to me. Well, I, I don't have any more solid facts, but I do have a bunch of fun sayings uh, that are very Dutch idioms. Do you have any more?
1: Uh, I do have one more fact, right, and that's yeah, that uh, uh, Amsterdam is almost entirely built on top of poles, all of the buildings, because the soil is mostly just fen and clay, there's a very thick layer of it, uh, have to be built on wooden poles uh, that are uh, stuck about 11 meters down into the soil uh, so that they can uh, stay standing. The Royal Palace at uh, Amsterdam Square is built on 1,000, sorry, 13,659 wooden poles. That's insane. Wow. Wooden. Not even wooden. like concrete or anything. What? Wooden. Wooden poles.
0: Um, Looking well, for a van? Well, you've either got a,
2: a road trip our coming up, or you've found a Dutch person. A
0: lot of, lot of
2: vans at the beginning of surnames. Oh, like Van Dutch. Van Dutch.
0: <laughs> van Halen. Van Housen. Yes, things of this nature. Van
1: Routenkruntz. I think my shorts are from...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: My shoes are from the Netherlands A
2: lot of people who I went to middle school's shoes were from the Netherlands <laughs> I think that's exactly how I wanted that sentence to come out <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah. Before we start these fun sayings, I want to apologize first in advance and then retroactively to anyone who actually speaks Dutch
0: <laughs> Yeah And we can take a little break right before we uh, do jump into these fun sayings. Just to give you guys, there's not a lot, but just to give you guys a little snappy break.
1: Thank goodness. Thank
0: goodness. And we're back. Uh, And now we're going to jump into some fun sayings. Brian, you can just listen to these as we serenade you with the sultry sounds of our Dutch. Nu kommt de apt ut de mau. Which translates into, now the monkey comes out of the sleeve.
1: I guess that's kind of like letting the cat out of it's the bag. It's exactly
0: like letting the cat out of the bag. Sure.
1: That sounds very...
2: Nor- now the monkey has come out of the sleeve.
0: <laughs> Either like a spy. Prepare yourself, for the
1: monkey has been released from my clothing. Het komt allemal in ihr
0: it all goes to one stomach. Mm, classic. Mm. Words to live my life by. Het zit It sits like a mustache. On your lip? Yes. It sits like a mustache. Um, it's it's kind of like a, a hey, don't worry kind of thing. Like, hey, it sits like a mustache. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I, I guess. It's like it's to express patience or calmness, like. It it is what it is. It's not going to go anywhere? Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Just deal with it. Deal with your your mustaches. I I just keep looking at both of your mustaches right now. (laughs) I thought it was about (laughs) (laughs) f***ing. Well, uh... Speaking of that, uh... uh, Nobody's going to know what that is. No,
1: um, but uh, they will have heard the beeps. Um... Uh, cursing in the Netherlands uh, usually... Speaking of which... <laughs> yeah.
2: I tried to stop myself from <laughs> saying it once I thought of it. Uh,
1: it's usually uh, replaced with uh, words that uh, are diseases. Um, things like typhus, cancer, and cholera, or typhus, cancer, and cholera, are uh, used in place of uh, curse words or sexual organs when mm. people are dissatisfied.
2: Oh, mm. I... Banged my toe really hard. Oh, whooping cough. <laughs> uh,
0: and then the last one we got is "alsom er in English op jetong which means as though an angel is pissing on your tongue. And the idea behind this <laughs> is, is it's, that's it's actually a good thing. It's like it's the most delicious thing you've ever tasted in the entire world. (laughs) I thought it was
2: like a beautiful morning dew. (laughs) (laughs) Wake up at 6.30 and it's a nice spring day. Uh, Uh It's a little humid
1: out. The angel is pissed on the tongue of the world. (laughs)
0: Well, do you got anything else? That's it for me. That's it for me, Brian. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you. Sorry yeah. for my bad words. Oh no, it's okay. I did. Hey, you held <laughs> you held back a lot. No, this I this entire episode I
2: easily could have not said it. Or I thought. About a minute before I said it, and whether
0: or not I should say it, and then I said it. Listen, you didn't let the pressure get to you. Oh my god, (laughs) crushing. Anyway, thanks for thanks for coming on. If you guys uh, all liked, anybody who's listening, if you liked uh, what we did, or if you want to shoot us an email, and you have any suggestions for a game that you want us to do, you can email us at at beyondtheboardpodcast@gmail.com. If you want to help us out in the in the uh, letting people know about us, either share our episodes. That you like or subscribe and review. Uh, leaving a review really helps us in the algorithms of a lot of different uh, apps. So I found out we're on Spotify now. I know Spotify stopped people from uh, putting
1: you <laughs> not putting popular podcasts on. But... You can actually say, Alexa, play beyond the board.
0: Yeah, that's only if you're listening to this uh, out loud. Oh it's quick, oh we gotta stop it. We Alexa, gotta stop it. Alexa Stop <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find me, if you want to follow me, you can find me uh, on uh, uh, Instagram at TwoPancakes. You can also find us on Instagram at
1: GoingBTB if you want to see some fun art that we pop up. You can find me on Instagram at PsychMater. Mm-hmm.
2: I believe I'm still Brian M. Fartland. I right. may have changed it to Yo Denny because I am an adult man. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but only by the government's standards. <laughs> Uh, and thank you to the Nerdalogs for letting us uh, be on their podcast. As network. always, as always, uh, and from Beyond the Board, we're, we're Mike. Mike
1: and let's go Dutch. Nice, I like that. This podcast has been produced
0: in association with the Nerdalogs. To find out more about the Nerdalogs and their shows, visit www.nerdalogs.com or facebook.com/nerdalogs. Thanks for listening. the
2: Pennsylvania Dutch. They exist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they sure do, They're a
2: Mennonite community. Uh, not exactly the same as the Amish. Uh, they're all Mennonites, and they do reject uh, the <laughs> devilry and uh, whatever else their justification of of mo- modern technology. Uh, and they're right in there in central and eastern Pennsylvania Uh, where they've settled and speak pretty much an unbroken language and have an unbroken culture for hundreds and hundreds of years. One of the most unique communities in all of the world that has full exposure to all of these things and has actively rejected them. Uh, And uh, actually, they're (laughs) they're German. <laughs> uh, that was what I was wondering. They're German. Because they speak German. Yeah, it's from Deutsch, not Dutch. Yeah. But the Dutch are very <laughs> fastidious and look things up, so they would never allow such a thing to happen. Uh, you know
0: what? I'm glad you brought your book. That's a really large book that you brought I'll of notes. Get,
2: <laughs> Mundane facts of the Mid Atlantic, you have let me down again! <laughs> I don't care why they're called the blue hens. <laughs>